praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's time for the word of God. It's time to be fed at his table, at his feet. Shall we close our eyes, look unto the Lord, the greatest teacher that has ever walked on this universe, the omnipotent God, the beginning and the ending, the Alpha, the Omega. Let's open our heart unto him this afternoon. Let's ask him to speak unto our lives. Let's ask God that his name and his name alone will be glorified. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be unto your name, O Lord. In Jesus' name we are praying. Our Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, King of glory, Lord of lords, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, the unchangeable Lord. Father, we come before you this afternoon. Father, with reference in our heart, O Lord, Father, we say, let your name and your name be glorified in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, O Lord, that every power that is not of you, O Lord, shall be cast out of this hall, of this arena, in the name of Jesus. Every distracting spirit, we cast you out in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, Lord, that your word will come into our situation and set us free and lift us up in the name of Jesus. Blessed be your name, O Lord. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Amen. Many of us, we have, have a cause to have a change of job. And I believe it applies to every one of us. Uh, before coming to this land, we got a job. Amen. And the expectation when you have a job is that you will have increase. You will have a change of life. There will be a lot of packages. That is why you got attracted to take the job. Praise the Lord. This year is a year of service. And as we put ourselves into the service of the Most High, He also has packages for us. Amen? Amen. Amen. You should be excited because this package is not from any employer. It's from the employer of employers. It's from the great and mighty God. It's the one that holds the whole universe. It's great God. Praise the Lord. So by the special grace of God this afternoon, we're looking at a message titled Divine Favor. Praise the Lord. Divine favor. The text will be Luke chapter 22. Uh, we're not going to read it now, but I just want you to take the references down. Luke chapter 22, 7 to 13. Genesis uh, 39, verses 21 to 23. 1 Kings 17, 2 to 7. Praise the Lord. 
Uh, we have a combination of words for this uh, topic, and that is divine favor. It is good for us to look at the meaning of these words. Divine is something that has to do with God. Praise the Lord. There is no doubt it is connected with God. Praise the Lord. It has to do with the power of God. It is the divine power of God, as we see in Second Peter 1 and 3. But favor has various definitions, and I've taken just two. Favor, a thing that you do to help somebody. Mark the word, help. Something that you do to help somebody. Or treatment that is generous to one person. Treatment that is generous to one person or a group, like a church, in a way that seems unfair to others. This is all taken from dictionary. But when we say divine has to do with God, and we say favor is help and is quite generous, that means it is God that is going to visit us with his help with his generosity. He's going to treat us in a way that no one else can do. Praise the Lord. To the extent that people around us will feel that this God is unfair to them. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. If you know what divine favor is, you will be excited in his presence. Amen? One thing that is very important that we need to know is we are apple of God's eye. Let's look at Deuteronomy 32. We just take one first. Deuteronomy 32 says in verse 10, If find him in a desert land and in the waste land, a hollowing wilderness. He encircled him, he instructed him, he kept him as the apple of his eyes. If you read on to 14, you will see all that the Lord did for his people. That was the testimony of Moses. The same you will see in Psalm 17. I read verse 8. Psalm 17. Keep me as the apple of your heart. Hide me under the shadows of your wings. You know, the apple of the heart of God is something that he guides very jealously. You don't want anything to come to your eye. You don't want it. You do everything possible to defend, prevent, or whatever you can do. And that's why people that work in the outside environment, they have all sorts of things that they put on just to ensure that the eye is prevented from any foreign matter. So the same thing with our God. He has purpose to keep us as the apple of his eye, 
and to ensure that our favor does not pass us by. Praise the Lord. Deuteronomy 33, we are still looking at the definition of these words. We see in Deuteronomy 33:16, and I read from King James, and for the precious things of the head and fullness thereof, and for the good will of him that dwell in the bush, let the blessing come upon the head of Joseph and upon the top of the head of him that was separated from his brethren. This will be clearer to you in New Living Translation, and I read, Deuteronomy 33:16, with the best gift of the earth and its bounty, and the favor of the one who appeared in the bunny bush. Who appeared in the bunny bush? God Almighty. He is the one that appeared to Moses when he called him in the bunny bush. He is the one that will favor us. Amen? Isaiah also spoke concerning the day or the time of this favor we're talking about. Isaiah 49.8. I read Isaiah 49.8 from the Amplified Bible. Thus say the Lord, in an acceptable and favorable time, I have heard and answered you, and in the day of salvation I have helped you, and I will preserve you and give you for a covenant to the people, to raise up and establish the land from its present state of ruin and to apportion and cause them to inherit the desolate moral ways of hatism and heritage. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In Luke chapter 1, verse 30, we see that Mary found this favor with God. The word of God says, And the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found grace. Amplified says, free, spontaneous, absolute favor and loving kindness with God. He found, she found favor with God. And that is what we are talking about. Divine favor with our God. Favor that is uncommon. Amen? Praise the Lord. This is the same favor that moved Joseph from prison to become a governor. Praise the Lord. Acts 7.10 says, And deliver him from all his distressing afflictions, and won him goodwill and favor and wisdom and understanding in the sight of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who made him governor over Egypt, and all his house. That's the divine favor of God. It is also called highly favor. Highly favor. We see that in Luke 1, 28. And the angel came in unto her, she's talking about Mary, and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee, Blessed are thou among women. There are so many virgins in the land as of the time of Mary, but God specially visited her to give her divine favor and to make her to be of record for eternity. In Acts 2.47, we also see that the same favor also makes the church to grow. 
says, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Favor with men. Favor all around Moscow. We make this church to move on, to grow, and to perfect all that the Lord has purposed to do by putting us in this land. One thing we need to see quickly is that there is a condition for divine favor. And that is, sin cannot coexist with favor. Praise the Lord. In John 5.14 and in John 8.11, we can summarize it that it says, Go and sin no more. Go and sin no more. John 8.11 says, She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go and from now on sin no more. That was the judgment that our Lord Jesus Christ passed over that woman that everyone wanted to stone to death because of her sin. But the Lord says, if you go from now and sin no more, my favor will cover you. John 5.14, the same thing we see in New Living Translation. But afterward, Jesus found him in the temple concerning the one that was healed. And told him, now you are well. So stop sinning. Or something even worse may happen unto you. Praise the Lord. So I want us to get this very clear. We are not talking about prosperity. We are not talking about things that we can get just because we are a church member. Just because we, are, we call ourselves believers. But if we continue in sin. Maybe you may find favor with man, but that favor is not from God. We have to be very clear concerning this. Sin and divine favor does not coexist. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now the question is, why divine favor? Why not something else? What does it do? How do we have it? When do we expect to be favored by God. Praise the Lord. There are a few things that we need to quickly look at. Favor will change us. That is one reason why we need favor. In Psalm 37, the word of God says, Your favor, O Lord, made me as secure as a mountain. Psalm 37. Then you turned away from me, and I was shattered. Esther, we have heard about Esther this morning. Esther in verse 2, in chapter 2, from 13 to 17, we see that there was plan to exterminate the people of his land. But what happened? The Lord called Esther to the throne before that event. That is what we see in chapter 2 of Esther. Mordecai uh, the, 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 the wife of King Azaros at that time, Fasati, has just misbehaved. And there was plan to replace her. So they array all the beautiful ladies in the land as of that time. 
But what happened when Esther, when it was Esther's turn? The word of God says in Esther chapter 2, verse 15. And when the turn of Esther, the daughter of Abihel, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her for his daughter, was come to go in unto the king, she required nothing but what Haggai, the king's chaplain, the keeper of women, appointed. And Esther obtained favor in the sight of all them that looked upon her. And what happened? In verse 17, and the king loved Esther above all the women, and she obtained grace and favor in his sight, more than all the virgins, so that he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of her servant. This is what favor can do. Favor will locate you among the crowd and set you high. In the name of Jesus. We see the same thing concerning Joseph. He was thrown into prison. And in Genesis 39:21, But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in prison. I'm sure you know that it will be quite comfortable if one is in prison and is in charge of everything that goes on there. You will not even want to go out in a hurry. Praise the Lord. Favor brings promotion. Favor can turn a prisoner to a prison controller. It can change you. It can turn you around. It can make you a governor, even in the land of slavery. That is what favor can do. Praise the Lord. One thing is, if one is in favor, you have to guide what you do. Saul misbehaved and lost the kingdom. He was favored to come to the throne. But when he misbehaved, he lost that favor. He lost the throne. Praise the Lord. So we have to be careful. Also, a voice can come to favor you. A voice can come to favor you. We remember the story of the disciples when they were in Jerusalem and they were going all over the place to preach about Jesus Christ. And it came to a pass, Acts chapter 5. In Acts chapter 5, they were commanded not to preach about this Jesus again. But when they were arrested and the council met to give them the punishment or to make sure they do not preach again completely. Let's see what happened in Acts 5 from 33. In 33, when they heard that they were, they were caught in their hearts and took counsel, then stood there up one in the council a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a doctor of the law, had in reputation among all the people and commanded to put the apostles forth a little space. What Gamaliel did was, even though they have decided that they will not allow these people to speak again about Jesus Christ, Gamaliel stood up in that council and told them that you know of all the people that have 
started in the past. Theodos boasted of himself. He had lots of people around him. But what happened in verse 38? Say, and all and as many as obey him were scattered and brought to nothing. He also told them, reminded them of Judas of Galilee, who was also drew much people to himself. He also perished with all the people around him. So he admonished them, he advised them that if what these people are doing is of the Lord, it will stand. But if it is not, they will also go the same way that Theodos and Judas of Galilee ministry has went. So he told them that if this is of the Lord and we are standing against it, we will be standing against God. That's what he told them in verse 39 and 40. What does this mean to us in favor? It means a voice can stand up for you. A voice can speak to you when they meet in your offices to decide your promotion. When they meet in the interview panel to decide who to take. A voice can just identify one thing about you and the favor of God will come your way. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Favor will single you out. In Romans 9:16, we see that the Word of God says, So then, God's gift of favor is not a question of human will and human effort, but of God's mercy. It is only of God's mercy. We see the story in Luke 5. Luke 5, verses 1 to 11. We're not going to read this. That story told us about Jesus Christ went to the beach side to preach the Sea of Galilee. When he got there, there was so much crowd and he needed to stay somewhere like a platform. He couldn't see anything to use. Then he saw two boats. Two boats. He decided to take one boat. Praise the Lord. He took the boat of Simon Peter. There is another boat there that he did not take. But what does that tell us? It means that God by divine appointment, can pick you up and turn you around for his glory. That boat that he picked that day, he asked them to launch into the deep, and Peter got so much fish that he felt embarrassed. And he said, people all around him will become jealous of him, that he did not want this kind of blessing. And what did he do? He surrendered and followed Jesus. Even James and John that were with him, they both surrendered and followed Jesus. The question is, why Peter's boat? Nothing else but divine favor. Divine favor located him at that point so that he will be used for his glory. Because the Lord knows the heart. The Lord knows that the blessing that will come upon Peter will not make him to go away from him. There are some that when they get blessed, that is when they are too comfortable and all the prayer meetings, all the assembly, they will forsake. But this is not the case with Peter. Jesus knew his heart that if he blessed him, he will draw more men unto him. And he said, from that time on, you will not be fishing for fish, but you will be fishers of men. That is how divine favor can elevate us 
can promote us. Also, he does it for his name's sake. We remember the story when the whole world was sinning and the Lord decided that he's going to exterminate, he's going to destroy the whole earth. But he singled out a family, and that is the family of Noah in Genesis 6. Lord singled him out, not because he was so righteous, but because he was divinely favored. And because of the favor of God upon Noah's life, both him and his household were saved from the destruction that was meted upon the head at its time. That is what divine favor can do. In, chapter, in Genesis 39.3, we see that his master concerning Joseph, his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper. That is why he was used as of that time. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Time to favor. In Psalm 102, verse 3. Verse 13. Psalm 102, verse 13. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time to favor her, yes, the set time is come. The set time to favor you has come in the name of Jesus. God will locate you for his favor in the name of Jesus. In Genesis 30, we find out that Rachel was visited. He said, and God remembered Rachel. And God hearkened to her and opened her womb. She had been there all along. Her sister keep on having baby, like baby manufacturing industry. She was there. Her womb was closed. But when the set time came, the Lord visited her, and what came out of her womb was that great man of God, Joseph. Praise the Lord. So as you are waiting on the Lord, the Lord is preparing a great evangelist, a great minister for your womb to come forth in his own time in the name of Jesus. And that time is now in the name of Jesus. You see, Rachel almost took her life. We see that in Genesis 30 verse 1. And when Rachel saw that she bare Jacob no children, Rachel envied her sister and said unto Jacob, Give me children or else I die. You will not die before your favor locates you in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The point is, when all around us, people are experiencing abundance, how do we cope when we do not have? That is the challenge of life. But today, I speak into your life that the set time has come unto you in the name of Jesus. Your season of divine favor is here in the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, everlasting Father, because of what you are doing in our midst. Thank you because you are able to do all things. We're going to look into the word of God and see favored cases, people that have enjoyed favor. And you and I will make up our mind today, what is it that is special about them? Praise the Lord. First, we consider 
Jacob and Esau. In Genesis 25, 25, the word of God says, The first one was very red at birth and covered with thick hair like a fair coat. Genesis 25, I'm reading from 25. So they named him Esau. Then the other twin was born with his hand grasping Esau's heel. So they named him Jacob. That time, Isaac was 60 years old when the twins were born. So I want you to put these pictures in your mind that Jacob and Esau were actually born the same day. They were twins. Praise the Lord. Now, Jacob did everything because he came last. He did everything to favor himself. Praise the Lord. First of all, he forced his brother to sell his birthright in Genesis 25, 31 to 33. Also, he went ahead as if that is not enough. He deceived his father Isaac to bless him, and he took the blessing of Esau. That is found in Genesis 27, 18 to 19. One thing that we can see, because we know this story quite well, is that first, Esau was not a candidate for divine favor. Why? He disobeyed his parents, and he disobeyed God. That is how he started his life. In Genesis 26, we see that he grieved the heart as he took foreign women as wives. The Lord has commissioned that they should not marry in that land. But he went ahead and married Canaanites. Isaac warned Jacob not to repeat the same thing in Genesis 27, 46, and also 28, 1 to 14. In the course of time, when Jacob left the land, God visited him and renewed the Abrahamic covenant with him. He did everything to, 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 to express, to get favor from Laban. Laban was the father-in-law. He went to him. He worked for him. He did everything to make sure that he received this favor that he had been struggling with from birth. That is concerning Jacob. So he pursued everything to have wealth, but yet he did not have peace. In fact, in Genesis 31, Genesis 31, we will not read it because of time, from verses 38, he almost lost what he labored for for 20 good years when he was serving Laban. Because Laban almost stripped him of everything that he had when he was running away. But when divine favor show up in his life, what happened? Everything turned around for good for him as we see in Genesis 32, 26 to 30. That was the time he wrestled with God. And the Lord changed his name from Jacob to Israel. And that was the opening, that was the gateway to the favor of God for Jacob's life. The first thing he had was he had favor with his brother because he was not expecting his brother to receive him Esau, he was expecting Esau to revenge whenever he meets with him. But because he has had an encounter with God, 
because he has received this special favor, even Esau favor him. Praise the Lord. Another thing we will see is in Genesis 35, 1 to 3, he became a priest to his people. He became a priest. That was Jacob that was doing all kinds of things, that was robbing people of their bad tribes, that was taking other people's blessings, that was doing all kinds of schemes to be able to get wealth when he was with Laban. Now, because of favor of God, he became a priest. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The lessons we can take from the life of Jacob and Esau, even as Jacob was blessed, is that Esau probably did not give himself to fasting and prayer. Praise the Lord. Why? Because he sold his bad tribe for food. I did mean that as he was coming, as he was returning and he was so hungry, if he was fasting, he will not be hungry. Hello? If he was fasting, he will not be hungry. And then he wouldn't have fell his bad tribe. So the tainting of food delicacy and the aroma of good meal have robbed a lot of their blessing in fasting. It will not be our portion this year in the name of Jesus. Also, we remember he married unbelievers. Two at a time. One which is bad enough, but he got two. How is he going to be positioned for divine favor when he had things that would pull him down all around him? Another thing is, Esau married Halle when you look at his own time. At the age of 40, he got married. You know, after, it was after his marriage that all this trouble that Jacob was making started. He married quite early. For the youth in this church, by the special grace of God, the Lord will grant you favor to have your own Rachel that will bring you your Joseph. In the name of Jesus. You will not have a wife that will draw you into idolatry. You will not have a wife that will take you out of the covenant of God. Jacob took bad counsel. He listened to his mother and he did what was wrong. And because of that, for the next 20 years, he was on the run. For the next 20 years, he was laboring in a foreign land. I don't know what kind of counsel you have taken in the past. I don't know who does advise you. But by the special grace of God, you are coming out of all the consequences of bad counseling in the past in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We need to fear God. So that if we live in his obedience, according to his word, we will heed of the fruit of the land. Amen. Divine favor alone is what will guarantee you peace. Like we have seen concerning Jacob, he did all he could in the land of where Laban was, and he wasn't having any peace until he had an encounter with the king of kings. Quickly, we look at Joseph, who another one that was greatly favored. The first thing that we noticed about Joseph was he came by divine 
favor. It was when God remembered Rachel. Remembering Rachel alone was a divine favor. So he came out of that divine favor. So he came into favor through favor. Amen? It was at his birth that his father announced that they are going to depart from this land where they have been laboring and there's no fruit. In Genesis 29, 17 to 18, we find that he was favored. Rachel herself was a favored woman. We know that because Jacob was ready to spend another seven years to have Rachel. So that shows that he was, she was specially loved and favored among women of his own time. In Genesis 29, we read 17 and 18, Leah was tender high, but Rachel was beautiful and well favored. And Jacob loved Rachel, verse 18, and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. Praise the Lord. Also, we see that Jacob dearly loved Joseph. So, favor has always been around Joseph. But it came to the time that he had problem and was thrown out. And we see that that journey that he started when his brother threw him into the pit was what took him to the governor's seat, was what made him to become even priest at the end of his journey. He moved from pit to palace. That we find in Genesis 37, 24, when he was true to the pit. And by Genesis 39, he became governor. Praise the Lord. He also moved from dungeon to ruler. This we are all familiar with. He was favored because he feared God. Praise God. In Genesis 39, 7 to 9, we have to read this because this is why Joseph was so favored. In Genesis 39, verse 7 to 9, to 9, and Potiphar's wife soon began to look at him lustfully. Come and sleep with me, she demanded. But Joseph refused. Look, he told her, my master trusts me with everything in his entire household. No one here has more authority than I do. He has heard back nothing from me except you, because you are his wife. How could I do such a wicked thing? And he ended by saying, it will be a great sin against God. Joseph identified sin. Joseph flee from sin. This is what granted him that divine favor. We need to flee from sin. All, all appearances of sin, we must flee from it. If we fear God, we are candidate for divine favor. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Another character we can look at is Moses. We know Moses came at a time that they were supposed to be killing children of his own age. But he was favored. 
Only him was pale at his own time. But this is not enough. He was even raised in the palace. Amen? The same palace that decreed that he should be king, that is where he was raised as a prince. All the privileges that goes with it. But one day he went out. In Exodus chapter 2, verses 11 to 12, many years later when Moses had grown up, he went out to visit his people, the Hebrews, and he saw how hard they were forced to walk. This is what drew you know, the, the heart of God in him. He saw, he had compassion. You know, he had the same heart that God had for his people. And this is what set him out for divine favor. And that is why he was called, because he had burden, the same burden that God had for his work. Praise the Lord. Do you have burden for his work? Do you have the same heart that God has for his work? If you do, you are a candidate for divine favor. Praise the Lord. What of the widow of Serapath in 1 Kings 17? We see that there was famine in the land. Elijah, the prophet of God, has already declared that there will be drought, there shall be no rain. From there, the Lord took Elijah to the brook of Chariot, where he was fed by birds with meat and bread, and kept on drinking from that brook until that brook dried up. When it dried off, the Lord told him to go, that he has prepared a widow for him to be feeding him. Now he went and met this widow. And the widow happened to be the one with having only the last meal. Praise the Lord. God commissioned him to go to where he's going to bless him, where he's going to be feeding him. But he got there and that was a place where the woman herself was preparing to die with the last meal. But what happened? The Lord, through Elijah, prophesied into that meal. Because the woman had a heart of generosity, the woman prevailed now to die than for the man of God to go hungry. If you have the heart to work for the Lord with all your resources, with the very last thing that you have, he will visit you with his favor. Amen? Our inexhaustible God will cause that which is little in your hand to remain, to continue to increase until provisions come from above. Amen? You will not lack. As you put yourself into the service of him this year, lack will be far from you. In the name of Jesus. That woman got what she got because she had the heart of giving. She gave generously. And the prophet prophesied into her life. And she had the reward of the prophet. Lastly, we look at the last supper. We will not read the whole story because of the time. In Luke chapter 22, 7 to 13. We saw that our Lord Jesus Christ was preparing for the Last Supper. And he told his disciples, go to this house. He gave the description of the location of that house. And he said, meet 
the good man of the house, he will have a place for us that we will have this meal. And they went. They located that house. And they had the meal. One thing we can find in that story is that God has already prepared a place for you. Amen? A place of abundance. A place of comfort. A place where you will continue to be fed to the very last. Even in this year. In the name of Jesus. They did not miss the address. Your miracle will not miss your address. That which God has purposed for you will not miss you in the name of Jesus. The question is, is your heart ready for the master's use? The house of that man was prepared. A larger room in the upper room upstairs was ready for its use. That we can relate to our heart. Our heart is far from anyone else. No one else knows what is going on in our heart. And that is our link to the Most High. Is your heart ready and prepared to serve the Lord? Do you know his voice? Because when the disciples came to the house, and they asked and they spoke to the man, if he had not identified know the voice of the Lord. He could have asked them to go away. That doesn't have a place for them. Do you recognize the voice of God? When he asks you to plunge yourself into a ministry, will you say, yes, Lord? Or will you say, I don't like the people in, those, in the ministry? Will you say, I'm not ready to bother myself? Will you say, I do not have time? Will you say, I have other challenges in life? The man opened his house for the Lord's use. Are you ready to open your heart for its use? Your possessions, are they made ready for the work of the Lord? Is knocking at the door of your heart. Will you open it? Will you let him in? Jesus Christ, with his disciples, they were meeting to have the last supper. If the man knew that would have been the very last meal that anyone will offer our Lord, maybe you will have done more than that. Maybe the Lord is counting on you to visit someone that is in their need, to reach out to people that are ready to end their lives, Maybe the Lord is speaking that into your heart. Will you say no or yes? Will you be ready? Is the upper room of your heart, is he ready for his service? Or will you let him just pass by as he's knocking at the door of your heart? Let him have your home. Let him have your marriage. Let him have your career. Let him use it for his glory. He knows how best to use that which he has placed in your heart. He knows how to use it best for his glory. As you do that, washing this year as he visits you with divine favor. 
Let's close our eyes. Let's look unto the Lord. We're going to pray. We're going to ask God. Jacob became a priest. He was the one that was running around, that was doing all kinds of things. There are uncommitted people in our midst. There are people that are just coming every time, not committed. We're going to pray and we're going to ask the power of God to touch and turn them into vessels unto honor. Why not close your eyes and begin to call upon the name of the Lord? Every instrument that the Lord has placed in this church, and you and I are that instrument, that we will become vessels unto honor, that God will visit us with his divine provision. It will become his tool in his hand to perfect his purpose in this land. Like Joseph, favor of God will take us from where we are to where we ought to be, that we'll be able to serve him. Open your mouth and pray that even like Joseph, that the Lord will favor you, will take you from where you are now to where you ought to be. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your name, O Lord. Let's ask for divine provision this year. Even as we serve him, let's ask God to sustain us. Let's ask God to sustain us, even as he did to Elijah and the widow of Seraphah that we will not lack this year, that we will not beg this year, that the Lord will cause even our crews not to be lack, not to be dry of oil, that our provision shall not be cut short, that Lord will continue to bless our pause, He will continue to bless the work of our hands. Let's pray, even as the disciples did not miss the house, the address, where they had the last supper, that our breakthrough, our blessing, will locate us this year. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Brethren, it's clear that God wants to show us favor this year. Favor beyond the ordinary. But he has also told us the condition. As the man of God was preaching, I don't know if you have been able to identify the sin that will hinder your favor. I want you to pray this afternoon. Say, God, this sin, I'm repenting of it. I have seen this sin as a hindrance to favor. And I am repenting right now. You are the God of mercy. You're going to wash me. You're going to cleanse me from the power of that sin. So that I will leave this place with assurance of favor. I want you to pray this prayer sincerely with all your heart. God is the God of grace. This grace is sufficient. Don't say that you have tried before you failed. No, the grace of God that brings favor is here. And so pray specifically concerning that sin. That has removed favor from your life. Pray this afternoon and receive your favor. Maybe we are not aware that God's favor is also in the place of service. 
you know, where God is putting his favor. In that place of service, you are absent. You are not in service. You are not serving the Lord in one way or the other. And the Spirit of God has spoken to you. You have to serve me in this area. That is the place where your favor is deposited. Why don't you accept this afternoon? I'm going to meet my favor in the place of service. Let's pray, let's pray, because we don't want that favor to miss us this year. We want the people of the world to know we are the favored of the Lord. We want God's name to be glorified in this land. When they see us, they will see a special mark of favor. They will know these ones belong to God. And that will be an attraction for them to come to the Lord. So let's pray sincerely that nothing will hinder that favor. In Jesus' name we pray. Our God in heaven, we want to thank you this afternoon. Because it's your will, it's your desire to show us your favor. Favor that is beyond ordinary. Supernatural favor. So that your name will be glorified in this land. And Lord, you have exposed to us, Lord, the pathway for that favor. Lord, we are praying this afternoon, as we have repented of every sin that has hindered your favor in our lives, Father, we are praying you will reverse our situation and let favor overtake us in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray because of the blood that, of Jesus that was shed on our behalf. Oh Lord, let that blood avail for us. Oh Lord, let that blood take away every reason. The devil may have to hinder our favor. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus upon every one of our souls in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray let there be a release from heaven of your favor over our situation, over our lives, over our bodies, over our homes, over our jobs. Father, we pray let it be unprecedented favor, surprising favor. Let it overflow, O oh God, in the name of Jesus Lord, you said to your church, Behold, I give unto you the keys of heaven. Lord, we are using that key to lose your favor over this church this afternoon. That your people will live here, O oh God, knowing that they have been elevated to the place of favor. And your name will be glorified in this land. Blessed be your name. We worship you and give you praise. Lord, we thank you for your servant that you have used this afternoon. We command your favor upon his life. In the name of Jesus, blessed be your holy name. We thank you because we know you have heard us. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.